Home. It is more than four walls and a roof. Home is a feeling. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and I believe that home is the most important place on the planet. Here, I dive into all things home, whether it's tips from my latest DIY project or interviews that examine what gives a house that something special. Join me as I get to the heart of the home. We get asked about renovations all the time at Stag Design, and one of our team members is renovating a home for the very first time. We've been checking in with him periodically along his journey, and he's back today. Kelton is back for our continuing series, The Journey of a First-Time Renovator. The Heart of the Home continues in just a moment. Hey everyone, popping on here to tell you about our latest collection drop on Stag Design. It's our art collection. These are beautiful, large-scale, very high-quality art pieces that will mix seamlessly with our current collection pillows and fabrics and wallpapers. You can check it all out on stagdesignshop.com. Hi, Kelton. Hello, Jen. You're here a lot on the podcast, but I like when you're talking on the podcast. I mean, I'm getting more comfortable with it. (laughs) No, I don't. I don't have a problem with it. I don't know. I'm weird. I can ham it up when I need to, and I can just like be that wallflower in the background when I need to. So, Well, I like when you're not the wallflower. We were just giggling about how, I don't know if you guys have seen that video that's floating around TikTok and, and Instagram about tweens today and like how they're all hot and like look like supermodels it's not fair and i was looking at some pictures of me when i was a tween (laughs) i was not hot or a supermodel (laughs) i was super awkward same you think at the time maybe though that you're cuter than you are i don't even know that at the time like i had like a flat top haircut like you could have landed a plane on the top of my head Amazing. Like the barber literally had this little like, it was like a giant pick, but it had a level on it so that he could totally just like even it Nice. Um, Yeah, that was me. Braces, that like awkward cheesy grin in every school photo. Oh my gosh. And you know, like it was the time when they would bring in like the props to make it look like you were outside, but it was so very obvious that you were not outside. Oh my gosh. I have this friend that I went to middle school and high school with. And she's one of those people that just like keeps in touch with everyone. Mm -hmm. And everyone, like I say every once in a while, but pretty frequently, she's like digging up photos (laughs) from when we were in seventh grade. And then she posts them on Facebook and tags us all. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to see these. I I have a friend who did that. I don't want a tag attached to this. I have a friend who did that recently as well, but she at least was kind enough. She just posted them in Instagram stories, so they were only up for 24 hours. But she and I had gone to some dances in high school together, and oh, those photos were bad. So bad. Oh, my gosh. You know what's so funny about you bring up high school dance photos? I don't know how what other states are doing, but Utah is like... Oh, it's like creativity on steroids, mm-hmm. right? And everybody has to do everything. Yeah. All the way. Right. So dance photos, they don't do the backdrop dance photos anymore. Yeah. You hire a professional photographer. For just you and your friends. Yeah. And you go somewhere amazing Mm -hmm. and you take these beautiful photos in like your, I don't know, Louboutin shoes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, what? It's like everyday moments are your wedding now. Like, I feel like back in the day, like, you know... Your wedding. You went all out to get beautiful engagement photos. Oh, you know, yeah. A nice photographer on your wedding day. And now 
That's just the norm. That's the norm. It's on like, a daily oh, basis. Oh, Lizzie got straight A's for the third time in a row. Let's have the photographer over. Gosh. <laughs> it's so anyway. funny you should say that because I saw she's an, a fashion influencer and I actually really like her. We're, we're, we've come in contact with each other mm-hmm. a few times and I really like her a lot. But her son graduated from kindergarten <laughs> and you would have thought it was a college gra- honors graduation. Yeah. It was insane, like balloon spray. (sighs) Anyway. And I mean, I love beautiful images. Me too. Don't get me wrong. You know, I'm on Instagram as much as anyone. I love it. But I don't know. I don't know. I say this as I'm planning an event for my (laughs) eight-year-old, which I'm not. I don't know. Am I over the top? I don't think so. Well, thank you. I mean, you're certainly not any more than like every other person in this state so i mean i like things to be beautiful yeah i love i love entertaining mm-hmm. i love an event yes um but i i would say my practical side always likes bring it brings me back yes. right because i can't i'm not like a person that's going to spend a gazillion dollars yeah. on an everyday you, event you do stuff smart and we've talked about that on the podcast before like you know you have you know Things that you've invested in over the years that you can repurpose. Oh, like, yeah. Like, you know, like if you're having a bunch of people over, you have enough flatware for all of them. You have mm-hmm. enough plates. And so it's not like you're going all out every single time. But you, you know, at one point made an investment so that it's kind of an elevated experience every time. Yes. Well, thank you. But you're you. not like, you know, hiring a caterer who comes wheeling in their, you know, five cases of stemware to every <laughs> event you do. And there are people who do that. Oh, yeah. You know, they're no, like, I, oh. I know a lot of people who do yeah, that. Like, and that's a priority for them. Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I'm more budget friendly. Yeah. Speaking of budget friendly, mm. you are doing a budget friendly renovation yes. right now. And let me tell you, budget friendly renovation just means you do everything yourself and you never <laughs> sleep. <laughs> let me translate that for you right now. John understands that translation. Um, case in point, <laughs> just within the last week, my dad and I were painting doors and baseboard and trim that we finally got all installed. And we were literally up until five o'clock in the morning. Like the sun was coming up when I crawled into bed and I thought, what have I done? What have I done? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, we've mentioned on here before that, that when we were remodeling and renovating our current home, mm-hmm. it was a mid-century modern home that had been vacant for eight years. Everything was original. Yeah. So John, I was pregnant with Anna, our middle daughter, and I had a toddler, Ruby, yeah. And so I, and I have really high risk pregnancies. So I was not able to help with a lot of the work like I do often in our projects. And so I just had to design everything and then hand everything off to John. So he was pretty much on his own. I mean, he did all of the, he was the general contractor. Mm-hmm. He hired out some of it, but I, I wish I was exaggerating when I said that for close to eight months, John would wake up really early in the morning, come up to the house, start working, mm-hmm. go into his day job. Come straight. Well, he'd come home for like an hour for dinner and then he'd come back up to the house and he yeah. we would not see him until three o'clock in the morning and then he'd go to sleep yeah. for a couple hours and then wake up and do it again every yep. day. I I am there. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, on top of I help Jen with her podcast and a couple of other things. And then I also have a full time job, which is not like a you know, it's a demanding job. I check in and then check back out. No, like I'm kind of on all the time. And so it's been a lot and I couldn't do it. I think I mentioned this last episode we did without my dad. Like he has just been a savior. 
The man is 60 years old and runs circles around me. I mean, he is such a hard worker and he's the one I wanted to stop. You know, we didn't actually start painting that night until 11 p.m. And I was like, let's just call it a night. And he was like, nope, we can do it. (laughs) (laughs) And you were like, dang it, dad. And we did. So anyway. But now that it's done, I'm so glad. It's lovely. I mean, for example, the front door in this house, it was just sad. Like it was dirty. It had chips and scratches and whatever. And I thought, oh, we're going to have to rip this out and totally redo it. And we didn't. We've been able to like totally save this thing. We gave it some really pretty kind of craftsman style molding all around it. And, you know, you get that all caulked and then painted and it looks like a million bucks. Like I am so happy. And that has been kind of the push I need to push me to, you know, have the energy and the desire to finish everything else. Because you finally... I mean, when you're doing a remodel job yourself, you spend so long taking everything apart. And at first that's fun because, you know, you kind of see a big transformation right at the beginning. Yes. But then you feel like you're just like stuck in limbo for so long because you're doing all sorts of things that your eye doesn't necessarily see. Mm -hmm. Like all the electrical work we Mm -hmm. had to do. That was literally like weeks and weeks and weeks. And you don't see any of it. Because it's, you know, wires in walls and whatnot. And so it starts to feel a little depressing because you feel like you're spinning your wheels and nothing's happening. And we're finally to the point where everything that we're doing, you see. And you do it and it's such a big impact. Mm -hmm. So that, I needed this. (laughs) Yeah. The tile work, I feel like once you get everything painted and all the baseboards Mm -hmm. done, it's like the tile work, the yes. carpet, the yes. light fixtures. Like those mm-hmm. are all the really fun things yes, to do, totally. right? And that's totally my wheelhouse. Like, you know. Yeah. You're into the finishing stuff. touches. Absolutely. So tell us what you've done so far and what point you're at right now. So we are right now, you know, there are still a few like things drywall related that need patched before we can paint walls. But we have all the trim in, all that's painted, like I said. I was probably a little overzealous in some of the lighting things I wanted to do, but my dad doesn't know how to tell people no. So he was like, yeah, we can do that. And so we spent a long time doing electrical stuff because I wanted to add can lights in the living room, in the kitchen, in the master bedroom, Mm -hmm. all things that are going to really elevate the space. You know, I'm going to be glad that we did it, but... That all took a really long time. We also kind of got sidetracked because I didn't intend to do anything in the yard this year. And when we turned the sprinkler system on, there were leaks everywhere. And you can't ignore that. Like, you know, you you can't just say, well, I don't have time to do this, so I'm not going to. Because what's the alternative? Then your lawn dies. And the then yard. the next summer yeah. you have to redo the lawn. No. So that took two or three days of us digging up pipes in the yard and fixing sprinklers that we didn't intend so there's just been like lots of you know things you don't plan on and that's true in any renovation any project it just is it's such a long haul and john and i have this saying that i actually text you every once in a while (laughs) because it's the only way we get through these projects is that the only way out is through it's like you're in a tunnel absolutely right and and it's a long scary dark tunnel and you're in the middle of the tunnel and you're like Mm -hmm. it's pitch black in here and there are spiders and dead Mm -hmm. bodies everywhere (laughs) and i don't want to keep going i'm going to turn around but the only way out the only way 
is to keep trucking along. You're getting so close, though. Yes. Okay. And you do find a way, you find like little things that keep you going. I mentioned, you know, finally getting the trim and the doors painted was one of those for me. Another one was we had to patch some damaged drywall in the ceiling of the kitchen that um, had been damaged a long time ago, long before I even bought the house, and had been repaired pretty badly. It didn't look good. And so I practiced, practiced, practiced matching like the drywall texture. And you can't tell. Like, I did pretty good. I'm and proud of not, you. <laughs> not to pat myself on the back too much. But um, little things like that, when you do something well, you're like, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. And it sort of just keeps you going. Yeah. So when we first checked in with you on this project, you were like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And and now when I'm talking to you today, before we started recording, you were like, yeah, we're scaling back just a little bit yeah. for the time being and so not, I can move in. Yes. And not scaling back as in I don't want to do the things I had planned. You just sort of have to readjust your expectations. And part of the reason I did things the way I did them is because you have to know where you're going so that you know what needs to be done in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And for example, all this electrical stuff I wanted to do, you have to do that before you move in. I mean, you know, I guess you don't have to, but it's so much easier Mm -hmm. because you can cut the power to the whole place and no one is worried about it. It's not really messing with your daily life. You can cut holes in the ceiling and Mm -hmm. holes in the wall and, you know, pull wires where they need to be. And you don't want to do that once you have new carpet in or new flooring or, you know, your furniture is everywhere. And so I don't regret doing things the way we did them because I have definitely set the stage for being able to do all the things I want to do eventually. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the difference being I wanted to put some beams on the ceiling in the living room and that might need to wait until next summer. But... I'm going to be able to live there and it's still going to be a beautiful space and I'm still going to be able to start, you know, styling and everything the way I want now. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't be able to go back and say, okay, next summer I want to put can lights in. Right. And so that's kind of the give and take you have to do with yourself. And part of that is having a really clear plan of where you want to go from the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Are you feeling... Is it starting to feel like your home? Like, our, I feel like yes. what I always try to explain to people about projects is that when you do something yourself that you didn't think you could do, you look around and you're like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I did that. Mm-hmm. I'm a freaking rock star. Yeah. For me, we talked about this the last time I was on. This house had a lot of pet damage that needed remedied. And Almost as soon as that was taken care of, it finally started to feel like my place. And every little thing we do, it starts to feel more and more like my home. And I think there's the added element that with my dad and my brother has helped me a ton as well. With them helping, it feels very personal. Like Mm -hmm. it almost becomes like this relic of like their love for me and their willingness to help me. And so that's kind of cool. It's so cool. I wish more people could experience that in their homes because then it's no longer just like a building that keeps you dry and keeps you warm. It really is like this, I don't know, this embodiment of what your life should be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I 
I really started loving a project when I was a little girl and my dad was like such a do-it-yourselfer. Mm-hmm. And I so vividly remember helping him, helping, I'm sure I wasn't helping very yeah. much, but helping him with these projects and any project I could dream up. He was like, sure, absolutely, we can do that. Mm-hmm. And that ownership, that sense of ownership that you have over a space when you have helped create it or you've bonded with somebody over that, mm-hmm. like that's you can't get that any other way right no. that feeling of like gratitude and appreciation for mm-hmm. someone else's skill set i tell you what never do i think my husband is more attractive than when he nails a project mm-hmm. i'm like you're amazing yeah. and you're a rock star it reminds me a little bit i'm getting a little sidetracked here but when john and i were engaged we went to a france he was in europe and a study abroad and i met him in france and we went on a little trip while we were engaged and I had been traveling through Europe by myself. I was stranded. My hotel reservation got canceled. I didn't speak French. And I saw him, and he's fluent in French. And it was like bells were chir- <laughs> ringing, birds were chirping. I was like, la. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like that. Totally. Not exactly, because it's your dad, right? Yes. But it's kind but of still. like that. You're like, Dad, you're amazing. Mm-hmm. Look at everything you yeah. can do. Yeah. And look what you're doing for me. And you're sacrificing all of your time and your hard work yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's such a gift. Absolutely. And I mean, even in little ways, like there were things I wanted to do in the space that I know my dad in the back of his mind thinks are a little quote unquote extra. Like <laughs> he's made comments a couple of times. He's like, you're not building a parade home here. You're not building, you know, like <laughs> you're like, yes, I million am dollar home. And I'm like, I know, but I like it. And so that's why there's not going to be an old school medicine cabinet on the wall. There's going to be a very elegant round mirror. Mm. And he's just going with it. And I love it because it's not his style. He's just willing to do it because he knows it's what I want. And it's not like it's totally ridiculous, but little ways like that, that I'm just like, I don't know. It feels good. Um, We've talked too about how, because this is a budget-friendly renovation, you have to break it into pieces. Mm -hmm. You're doing like a phase right now before you move in. And then once you move in, you're going to do another phase. And then like a year or two down the road, you're going to do another phase. What has gotten bumped to after you move in phase that you were hoping to do before you moved in? I have plans to do some molding in the master bedroom. Like a wood treatment. Like a wood treatment, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that is going to get bumped mostly just because of time. Like the materials are already purchased and I already have the plan. But I'm to the point where I just need to get moved in. And so I'm actually planning to move basically into one of the spare bedrooms. And then I can focus on making that master suite exactly what I want it to be. That's so smart. Um, it's so smart if yeah. you can do that. And, you know, it, that's really just a timing thing. I've already had to push back when I thought I would be done and when I thought I would be moved in by more than a month, which in the back of my mind, I think I always knew was going to happen. But I'm to the point where I just I just need to get moved in. I need to get it to a baseline where it's livable. And then I can kind of fine tune a couple of those other spaces that I want to. So that's one of those spaces. The beams on the ceiling that I mentioned are another one. But it won't be long. It'll be, you know, it'll be better than what I'm dealing with now. Yeah. It, how's the master bathroom coming? 
it right now is kind of in a, I don't know, a holding pattern. We've got like the bathtub in, that's all good to go. Um, we had to replace the drywall that was in the tub surround and that's all replaced. So the entire room needs painted and then we can lay the tile on the floor and then we can do the tile on the surround in the shower bathtub area and it'll be good. It's, it's weird because I know that once it, it's going to come together relatively quickly mm-hmm. because the hardest part is done. The, you know, the plumbing is all roughed in, the bathtub's hooked up. It's the hard part is done, but you look at it and it still just looks like a bathroom with no floor and no fixtures and no sink. And so that's another one of those spots where it has felt like I'm just spinning my wheels, but I know that like, it's going to come together so quickly and it's going to be beautiful. I'm probably most excited about that space because we found some really budget friendly materials that I think at a first glance, someone would not think they were budget friendly. Budget friendly. It's yeah. going to be a really beautiful space. Are you hoping to finish that master bathroom before you move in? Yes. And I think we will. And the reason being, I need that tile flooring finished before the carpet can be installed just so that they can meet up those two surfaces and the carpet installers can make it look the best. And so when the tile's done, that's most of what needs done in that bathroom anyway. You know, other than that, it's literally just moving in the vanity and hooking up the sink and hanging the mirror on the wall. And so I think that will be done before I move in. How much longer till you move in? I think probably two or three weeks. That's not that long. No, it's not. My dad here in a few days is taking off like a week of work and coming up. So we're going to bang out a lot of stuff when he's here. Because he does not. Here's here's what I think we haven't shared with with our listeners. He does not live here. No. Does your brother live here? M- no. My brother lives in Orem, but because of everything COVID-19 related, he's been staying with my parents who live about two hours oh away gosh. from Salt Lake City. Two hours yes. away. Yes. But my dad, his job, he works these weird shifts. They're 12-hour shifts, and they kind of rotate. So he ends up with big chunks of time off. Like, he'll work, like, four days in a row of these 12-hour shifts, and then he'll have five days off. So on those five days off, he will just drive himself up here and do stuff. And I'm just so grateful. I cannot stress that enough to him and to my brother. I mean, my brother has been here way more than he needed to be, and I'm sure way more than he wanted to be. And it sounds like they've just had, like, such a great attitude and... You know, I feel like you really see who people are Mm -hmm. in the midst of a project in a stressful situation. Totally. And I'm always just like so grateful for the people that show up and they're Mm -hmm. like, let's do this. This is so fun. Let's have a great attitude, you know? And my dad totally has this mentality of he has this skill and it's something that he can share and it's something that he can do to, in the end, make my life better. And it really is like a labor of love for him. And, you know, he sees my hard work and he sees that, you know, I have worked hard and saved so that I can, you know, be in a place to do this. And then he's willing to, you know, basically gift me all this labor. And it's, I'm just so grateful. (laughs) I cannot wait for you to move in and start 
Of course, I'm always thinking to the finishing touches, right, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. But I'm just so excited for you to get in. Yes. And me experience. Too. It's quite a bit bigger than your last place. Mm-hmm. So it's, and it feels like, you know, it's different. It feels bigger. It feels like a house. Yeah. Right? Totally. I mean, it is a house. Yeah. Your last place is a a condo, Mm -hmm. you know, in a building and you had neighbors that were really close by Mm -hmm. and, you know, it sort of felt like you were walking into an apartment, but this is like, yeah, this is a house. It's a house. And I mean, we've talked about it before. It has this really beautiful vaulted ceiling. And so it feels like more than it is. Which is honestly the best way to describe my life. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> it feels like more than it is. Oh, um, stop it! But no, I mean that in a good way. Like, I'm all about you know, let's do it up in the most effective way possible, and so that's how it feels, and I'm excited for that. Yay! Well, thanks for checking in with us, Kelton. Yeah, we can't wait to check in with you again. And next time we check in with you. Hopefully, Hopefully moved in. you'll either be ready to move in or yeah. you will be moved in. Yes. And then we'll get another big update. Yeah. Yay. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Hey, if you have questions about a budget-friendly renovation or questions specifically for me or Kelton about his reno, go ahead and send us a little email. What email, Kelton? Um, podcast at stag-design.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and you've been listening to The Heart of the Home. I hope you'll subscribe, review, and rate this podcast, and tune in next episode for more Heart of the Home. Thank you so much for listening.